Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Miscast Review. This is, the, I think, the eighth episode so far. That's pretty pretty good. That's like two months-ish. I mean, give or take. I, I don't know. Whatever. This, I'm your host, Jake, and uh, again, luckily, I'm here with uh, my co-host, Donovan Holland. Hello. Did you have to say it like that? No, I'm sorry. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. That's why I got coffee, though. So, yeah. Anyway, um, pretty light week in terms of news. Um, next week, I know for sure, is actually going to be probably pretty heavy. Because it's Comic-Con next week, I think. Is it next week? Yeah. Comic-Con? I have no idea. It's over my birthday weekend. I don't know if that's next week or not. Whatever. I think next week or whatever. It's going to be pretty heavy news pretty soon. So we got to get ready for that. Um, yeah, that's going to be kind of intense. A lot of stuff's going to be coming out. Donna's just staring at me so awkwardly right now. What? <laughs> no. Okay, well, I, sorry, I thought we... I'm, I'm really tired. I woke up at, like, 5.30 in the morning to get to work. <laughs> I haven't had any coffee today. Yeah, that's it. Okay, God. so this this podcast should be fun. This is going to be a fun one. Okay. Um, What's first on our news agenda? Uh, the first thing is that the live-action Mulan trailer yeah. dropped. Okay. I didn't watch it. Did you watch it? I, didn't I don't. I'm even assuming know you that did. Was the thing. Yeah. Why? Why is Disney doing all this live action stuff? Money. Oh, like well, duh. Yeah, because well, like they need more of that. Yeah, they own like the world basically. Like every like media, entertainment, thing, ever, is owned by Disney. Essentially. Yeah. Basically. Jeez. It's kind of intense. But yeah, that dropped. I assume it's going to be... I'm hoping this is going to be better than Lion King and But Aladdin. I mean, you haven't seen Lion King. You may have liked it. I may like it. I don't know. I haven't been hearing great things, though, which kind of yeah. makes me sad. It's very mixed. I mean, I feel like that's kind of like... I don't know. It kind of is like if an Olympic athlete, like, runs, like... Uh, no, that, no, that's a horrible... That's a horrible metaphor. It's like if somebody, like, like an artist like paints like a masterpiece and they're like you know what? i'm just gonna try this again i'm gonna see if i can like like it's like you don't need to you already have like yeah they caught lightning in a bottle and they're trying to do it again there you go jake said it better hopefully <laughs> he'll, he- he'll edit out that i'm not no i'm not editing okay. anything out no so, sir no way okay that, that's fine every awkward moment well, stays like, exactly jake like jake said like they they literally have like like perfection like, I think most people would say The Lion King is an amazing movie, at mm-hmm. the very least. Um, and, you know, they're... I mean, I think that's kind of strange to, like, redo redo the movie. Um, and... But not, like... I don't know. I just feel like it should be an improvement. If they... I, I don't know. Like, they didn't use, like, the motion capture on the animals' faces, and it literally just like, looks like a... A real live lion just kind of like talking like you know with the same kind of like enthusiasm that the like the they captured with the cartoon 
Yeah, I just think that that's not going to work. Again, though, I haven't seen the movie. Yeah, well, they don't have the same like enthusiasm and stuff. That's what I'm as saying. As in the cartoon, I did see like a fan like mock up of like they took a piece from the trailer of the new one and they like redid the I think it was Simba's face and made it look more cartoonish like it was in the animation okay but it was still like very realistic just like um like the new live action quote unquote film and it looks cooler really whatever jungle book did just do that that movie was amazing yeah that i don't know they caught lightning in the bottle twice with that one for sure i didn't even think that i didn't really love the first one i mean the first one was good when i was a kid but then i watched it again and I'm like this is very yeah i haven't seen it in like 20 years so yeah okay i, I don't even know i just uh, saw the recent one recent ish okay. I guess I don't know um, alright second yeah. second thing they're not slowing down with these live action adaptations though that's for sure oh um, is, is uh, Eddie Murphy voicing the dragon again I don't know I I couldn't tell you hmm. I'll sh- we, sh- we should watch the trailer after okay. we're done and then we'll, we'll know alright we won't you guys won't know unless you watch the trailer but he's right because we can't tell you. Yeah, we can't do anything for you. Yeah, sorry about that. You're out of luck. Um, anyway, the next thing um, is that Spider-Man Far From Home had a massive opening weekend at the box office. Oh, I'm, Just sh- I'm sure. massive. It made $185 million in the U.S. alone. And then they grossed $600 million worldwide. $600 so million, wow. That's pretty, pretty gnarly. It's like... It's only... What, 2.4 billion to beat Endgame? 2.4 billion? Yeah. To beat Endgame? Oh, yeah. wait, no, you said million. Okay, yeah, never million. No. no. Uh, I'm kidding, that's not going to happen. Okay, yeah, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm not even going to try and do math right now. No, uh, yeah, you should probably shouldn't. It is projected, though, that it's probably going to at least hit a billion. Really? Okay. Yeah, so... It'll be pretty cool. Spidey will join the billion gang. But, yeah. So, it had a massive opening, which I'm not surprised at all. Yeah. It's just kind of cool. Oh, did, uh, speaking of that, did Endgame hit, uh, what was it? Did it beat Avatar yet? Um, I don't think so, actually. It's so lame. Like, I, I don't, I just, anyway, um... I unfortunately don't think it's going to. I'm hoping it is. I'm checking. Worldwide. Box. Office. Oh, end game. Let's see here. Um, I see... I don't know. I can't find the list right now. I don't think it did, though. I think it's still right under it. I think. Yeah, it's still... 
still right there. So no, I didn't beat it yet. Oh. I'll give you the weekly update next week. All right. All right. Um, next. Yeah. Next is a actual. It's actually some Star Wars related news. Um, there was a toy that was unveiled for Rise of Skywalker. Okay. And it's a stormtrooper that has all red armor, and it's listed as the Sith trooper. The Sith trooper. Hmm. No idea what that's going to mean. I, I honestly don't really care either, but I don't know. I don't know what it means. It's the Sith trooper. Does it have force powers? Is it a Sith? I don't know. That, okay, that's really strange to me because, like, I remember, like, is it like red or like orange red? It's red, red. Okay. Like his armor is like. Yeah, because deep red. All of the, all of the, like the guards or um, the guards in the prequel trilogy, and then the guards in uh, I forget what they're called. The guards in the Last Jedi, they all kind of have that red armor, um, and it just kind of seems to be like a, a, a like a like a trait of the Empire to just kind of have like like everything is like um, kind of has like that red background. And I'm so what's interesting about that is I read that that was um, not having to do with the lightsaber like you would think. It's because it, uh, like, red is, like, the color of, like, anger to, like, Sith or something like that. Uh, And then, like, blue and green, which are the colors of um, the Jedi lightsabers, are just kind of, like, more, like, subdued and, like, uh, relaxed, calm colors. Um, And that you don't actually get to choose your uh, lightsaber uh, color like I guess like the the crystal chooses the color based on like its holder or something something weird like that. I may be confusing it, but like I think I feel like that could have something to do with it. Maybe I'm not sure, but like it's a classic like um, stormtrooper armor. It's just like blood red, hmm. and it's titled the Sith Trooper, which is weird. And I don't know what that's going to be. I'm still on the fence about this movie, yeah, to be I, honest. I don't know why. Like, why are they releasing, like, toys, like, for a film that doesn't come out for six more months? Uh, it wasn't released yet. It was just unveiled. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, there was, for, like, a few months before Endgame even came out, there was um, toys of all the Avengers that was, like, leaked of them and their... Um, suit their like time travel suits the white ones okay so everyone was like what are those Mm. so i i think they just kind of leak these things a little bit just to like stir up the pot and like get people talking about stuff and get even more hyped but this isn't necessarily getting me more hyped i'm just confused Mm. and more on the fence on about this film so i don't know Mm, that that is a strange one yeah but whatever who knows only like six more months until we'll find out what's going on here so ah, this coffee is good jake's drinking coffee ah, it's so good out of a straw out of a straw 
Um, the last bit of news is um, Sherlock Holmes related. So it, you've never seen the Robert Downey Jr. ones, right? Unfortunately not. Okay. I heard they're pretty fun. Well, this is um, related to... There's two of those. Okay. Um, there's three for some reason. No. But this is an announcement that they are officially doing a third. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So like 10 years later? <laughs> Basically, the last one came out in 2011. Okay. The first one had come out in 2009. Okay. And then its sequel was in 2011. And it's going to be directed by Dexter Fletcher. And that, that's familiar. He was the guy who directed uh, Rocket Man. Yeah. Okay. That, that's where I heard that name. Yeah. So both... Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law is going to make a return as Sherlock Holmes and uh, Dr. Watson. Okay. Um, what are you doing? Oh, sorry, I was just leaning back. No. Jeez. Um, yeah, so they're both making a return, and they're able to actually do this now because of Robert Downey Jr.'s free up. <laughs> Why? It's so funny. Uh, never mind. What? <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Sorry. Gosh. Donovan is like hysterical. He hasn't had any sleep. <laughs> what? I can't stop laughing. Oh god. Making this very difficult to get through this piece of news. <laughs> Jake's wearing uh, a yellow shirt and it has like this black stain on it. And I thought he was just like dripping coffee out of his mouth, like and just staining his shirt like a two year old. And then I'm like, oh no, that's just the design on the shirt. God. And what's funny is it's actually like a cup of coffee that looks like it's spilled. Yeah, it's a cup of coffee and like the coffee is coming out. And it's space. And it's space in the coffee. Yeah, it's pretty dope. So, whatever. Just laugh at my shirt. No, I, I actually like it. I think that's a cool shirt. <sighs> Anyways, whatever. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> can do this now because he's his schedule's freed up from the MCU since, you know, he got murked. Yeah, that's, that's true. He did. So, his schedule's a lot more free so he can actually do this now which is cool mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um it's currently being written by chris brancato i believe you pronounce his last name okay um he's most known for writing or i think he actually created narcos and narcos mexico oh that's the, that show on netflix yeah it's like a super popular show and like spinoff show on netflix um, he's written a few episodes of Hannibal, which is fairly popular, I believe. What's that? I don't know. It's a show I've seen on Netflix a ton. I've never seen it, but I know it's pretty popular. Oh, that's that one with uh, Mads Mikkelsen, and mm -hmm. he's like, okay, yeah. Yeah, and then he's written a bunch of episodes for Law & Order, Criminal Intent, and Special Victims Unit, so hmm. yeah. should be pretty good. Um, yeah. It's... It's set to release on December 2021. Okay. So oh, it's like two years from now. Two and a half years, I think. And what's cool is, you know, Robert Downey Jr., like, he doesn't need any more money. Like, he's set for the rest of his life. No, so he, he pretty much does things just for fun I mean, now. Yeah, he's just doing this for fun. So, I mean, he, sh I, he shouldn't be phoning it in or anything like that. Yeah. He, 
yeah, he's definitely set for life. So whatever he does now is basically just for fun. But yeah, that's all the news. That's it. Yeah, that's, oh, that's it. Pretty short. Yeah. Well, um, a lot of news this week. Pretty our, dry. Our next thing is uh, something that we are bringing back since uh, whenever me and Jake both do a podcast together, we do the music review. Yes, it's back, and, baby. And so uh, we are listening to the what was it? It's the Spring EP by Wallows. Spring EP by Wallows. Yes, sir. Um, you listened to it for the first time today, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Jake chose this one. Uh, definitely something when he when he said the name, I'm like, that sounds like something Jake would listen to. <laughs> um, but uh, it was really good. I really like. I think Jake has a pretty good taste in music overall. Um, but uh, yeah, he, it was. I don't know. It's very. It's very like. Uh, some of the songs are just like chill and like just easy listening and then other songs are like more intricate but all of them like it's it's just solid music and uh it's just something you can kind of like you know relax and like listen along to um and just kind of chill out with Mm -hmm. yeah i've listened to this song or this ep since it first came out um I've heard it like a billion times. Wow. I listened to the last two tracks, uh, 1980s horror film and pictures of girls like on repeat every day. Uh, those are my two favorite. And yeah, I, I love them. Yeah, dude, that's, it's one of my favorite indie bands for sure. And here's, Um, here's a fun little tidbit. The guy from, uh, 13 reasons why, um, Clay, Clay, his actor, Dylan Minnette, Dylan Mignette? Mignette. Whatever. Uh, he is actually one of the lead singers yeah, of the band. He's plays uh, piano and then sometimes guitar. I mean, he doesn't really look sings. like a guy who would be like in a band, but I mean, he like it, it's uh, a pretty pretty solid work done by him. Yeah, I was actually extremely surprised. I just found that out like two weeks ago, a week ago. Um because I I've never seen them like do something live before, and then I saw them on a, a video doing some acoustic performance on YouTube, and I was like, oh, it's the Wallows. I'll check out this uh, this video. Hmm. And then I saw him, and I just lost my mind. I was like, wait, is that Clay? You're like for real? What's Dylan Minnette doing playing a guitar? Yeah, I was so confused. You're like, is this like a? a- cringy cover video no he killed it though he, uh, yeah he's super no, he, good he's really good uh and by the way guys if you haven't seen 13 reasons why please go watch it it's such a solid show um you know you know jake i, I i'm actually curious on your opinion about this um a lot of like it seems like kind of like what's in right now is like these like kind of like soap operas or tv dramas but like teen the teen version so we have like riverdale um 13 Reasons Why, uh, what's another one, Supernatural, Pretty Little Liars, like, all of those, and, you know, like, they're kind of all, like, cotton candy, like, they're, like, it's kind of good while you're, like, watching it, and then you don't really care about it the rest of your life. Right. Um, you know, they just kind of do that thing to kind of keep making you watch it with, like, the 
cliffhanger at the end of the episode. But 13 Reasons Why is definitely, like, it goes above and beyond. Like, it's great the first season. The second season is, like, amazing. Um, so, I mean, even if you if you don't like shows like that, if you think they're all kind of dumb or lame, like, definitely give this one a try. Yeah, it's it's definitely different from your typical, like soap opera type style sitcom like whatever narrative show um, it's kind of intense so it's good though um, what were we even talking about uh, 13 Reasons Why Clay you know, oh I was gonna say music uh, Donovan actually made me like skip a day of work almost Wait, to what? watch season 2 Oh, I, I remember this. Yeah. Okay, see? And, and Jake obviously did it. Well, yeah. Because it's that good of a show. And I told him that if he didn't, I'd uh, cut his break lines when he least expected it. So Yeah, I so I called out of work to watch season two Wait, 13 did, Reasons Why. I don't remember that, though. You actually called out of work when you were working at Four Penny? Well, yeah. We were watching the whole season that day. Uh, what did you say? I don't remember. I probably said something like I was had couldn't. I don't know. It was a year ago. I don't remember. Did some said something to get out or no? No, I didn't call out. You made me be like three hours late. That's right. Yeah, I just made Jake late for work. Yeah, I was like, I don't remember you doing that. And then you know, did that another time. Well, I mean, time time well spent. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, that was awful. Yeah, but they were cool down there. They didn't care that it was late. Did they? Did they wonder why your uh, eyes were all red and bloodshot from crying? No. Okay. No, they expected nothing. Okay. But yeah. So anyway, going all the way back, Springy Pete is fantastic. Springy Pete is really good. I would give it an. Eight and a half out of ten. Okay, it's pretty solid. Yeah. Probably give it a nine, just because I listen to it every day. Um, but, I'm sure it'll only improve as I as I listen to it more. What's your favorite song off of it? I really liked um, the. Let me take a look at the songs because I, I. Oh, J- Jake has them queued up. Okay, so I made the mistake of listening to it on shuffle, so I didn't know which was which. So then I had to listen to it again in order. (laughs) Um, So this one called Let the Sun In is is really good because it's like... It's it's kind of like a Beatles. Exactly, It has a lot of Beatles, like, inspiration in it. For sure. It's more like upbeat um, and, like, uh, just kind of more fun. And then um, I really like uh, Pictures of Girls. Mm Mm-hmm. I really enjoy listening to the song Pictures of Girls. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Just not be mistaken here. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Just majors. Uh, Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, don't don't get us confused, Jake. No, there's a song called... It's the last song on the album. um, And it's it's a really solid... It's a really solid track. And that's more kind of like the the feel of the whole album. It's just kind of like... It's a very good finale. Yeah. It's more like chill and subdued, but it's still like, it's not like boring, you know, Mm -hmm. because I, you know, I found like a lot of these indie bands, like not that you have me listen to or anything, but just like, like a lot of bands that like are like, kind of like, 
indie, like, where they're, like, you know, independent, but they still are kind of mainstream in the sense that everybody who's, like, listens to underground music, like, will listen to them. Like, they're, like... Like, it's cool for them not to be cool, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, all of them, will, like, all the bands like that, I can't think of any examples, but they'll just kind of have, like, like the singer will kind of, like, not be very good, and he'll be, like, saying stuff um, while, like, they have, like, they're playing the same three notes on the guitar, and they keep doing these, like, weird, like, piano strokes, and it's just, it's just not that good. Yeah. But, so this is, like, actual, like, good music, and it's... It's always cool when I hear good music from like um, from today because uh, and I'm trying to broaden my horizons and listen to more music that's um, from today and like not on the, like the top forty but maybe stuff that might may have slipped under the radar a little bit <laughs> because um, there's uh, I, I feel like there's good music uh, like everywhere you just kind of have to look for it. Yeah, that's kind of how it is nowadays. Just gotta. Just gotta dig deep. Except here. on the top forty, it's probably not gonna be on there. No, probably not. Maybe a couple good tracks. Maybe, but not yeah. a lot. But yeah, my personal favorite song is a nineteen eighties horror film for sure. That's a good one too. Yeah, that's like I don't know. I've never really heard a song like that before, where, where like it just tells a story throughout the whole thing yeah yeah that like it's cool. literally just a story mm-hmm. and i think that's super cool yeah no like no chorus or anything no yeah not yeah, at all it's was, just it's just telling a story solid songwriting there it's kind of it's kind of like poetry actually i think about it yeah so yeah love it might have to do their debut album yeah, next. really really great album or yeah DP. <clears throat> so here we are made it to the meat of the pod if this podcast is like a sandwich yeah then we would have you would have eaten the bread and the lettuce and this is the meat and you made it to the meat of it and the cheese yeah so pretty solid so i don't know why you're eating your sandwich like that yeah you might need some help yeah you're doing that there buddy buddy old pal friend um yeah, so yeah, Jake used to eat sandwiches really weird. Every every time Jake got all sad, what he'd, he'd go out at, at school, he'd go sit and like stare in, off into the distance and eat his uh, turkey and uh, ham sandwich. What are you talking about? No, turkey and bacon. Well, yeah, I did eat turkey and bacon. Yeah, those sandwiches. actually those were really good. I remember I used to steal Jake's sandwiches. Best sandwich I've ever had. They're I, pretty still great. Still hasn't been beaten. I don't think. They are pretty great. I don't, yeah. I would always bring two to school with me. Because he knew I'd try and steal his. Yeah, well, I needed two. And also, he just likes sandwiches. I liked them so much. I'd have one, like, at lunch and then one after school. Bada bing, bada boom. Anyway, uh, speaking of sandwiches, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. (laughs) Great segue. It's called that because he is not close to his house. Not in the slightest. Spider-Man not not close to his house. Spider-Man not at home. Spider-Man is in not New York. (laughs) He's not in New York. Night night monkey, far away from all the stuff. (laughs) 
That's what they should have called it. That's, Night that would monkey, be a really good name. not f- close to his house, not close to anything. And then everybody would be like, "Why is it called Night Monkey?" And then they'd watch the movie and they'd find out. <laughs> All right, so we finally got to see this last night. And uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, well, don't we start with Jake? Uh, okay, guys, I have had like two and a half hours of sleep, and even I know. First, we start with a synopsis. Then we do a uh, spoiler-free review, and then we move into the... No, wait. First we do synopsis, and then we do spoiler review. We just dive into spoilers at first. Yeah, because if you're listening to this, I don't know why you're listening to this and you haven't seen the movie. Well, also, we're just really bad at giving reviews spoiler-free. Yeah, it's really hard to, like, do that with a movie. I don't know how people are so good at that. I understand. It's very difficult. Not to spoil something. I mean, all I can do... Okay, here's my spoiler for your review. Go see it, because it's a good movie. Also, Night Monkey. Yeah, there. Exactly. That's that's. That, you will have no idea what we're talking about yeah, until you see Yeah, see? It. Exactly. That's why we do a spoiler for Night your, or a spoiler review. But first, we're going to start with the synopsis. So, what, what happens in this movie, Jake? Well, he's not close to home. He's not close to his house. So, all right. <laughs> Peter Parker, he, you know, just got blipped back into reality from being dusted for five years after Endgame, uh, saved the universe. Um, and then, you know, he's, he's gotta, he's gotta go back to school. You know, he's a teenager. And all the people who got blipped are, uh, like snapped out of existence is what that means. Yeah. They didn't age at all. So Peter, Ned, MJ, basically his whole class, basically his whole class, the whole homecoming posse is back. Whatever seven or eight kids are in the class, all those are the ones that got blipped and didn't age. And then there's also some people in there who did age, and they just kind of age into the high school. Yeah. It's been five years. So they go back to school. It's like the end of the school year. It's summertime. So this movie takes place in 2023. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't really think about that. Yeah, I didn't either. I just wow. thought about that now. I mean, kind of, cool. that's not even a futuristic movie. It's just... That's kind of interesting for the rest of... <laughs> The future of the MCU. Yeah. It's always taking place in the same year that the films have been releasing, but now it takes place in the future. Except Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. That took place in 2014, because only a couple that months is after true. the first one. That one was a past. That was, yes. Well, also, Captain Marvel took place in, in the, the 90s. Uh, and Captain and America took, Captain place, America in took the, place in the 40s. In the 40s, yeah. So, with those three exceptions. Yes, there you go. <laughs> And, well, I guess Far From Home and Endgame 2023. Whatever. You guys get the point. Uh, He goes on a trip with his science team, science class, whatever. It's a science trip to Europe over the summer. And while he's there, he has to take team up with uh, um, S.H.I.E.L.D. Not S.H.I.E.L.D. Because uh, Nick, Nick, Nick Fury. Fury and Maria Hill, I think is her name. Um, how I Met Your Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> it's, woman. Um, it's he had to team up with him. Yeah, they needed Colby Smothers. Smothers? Smothers? I don't know how don't, to pronounce her last name. I, I don't know. Um, I don't think he pronounced her first name either, to be honest. Colby? Yeah, it's Kobe or Colby? Oh, I think it's Kobe. Colby. I don't know. Whatever. He has to team up with them and Jake Gyllenhaal to stop these big bad earth creatures. 
and he doesn't want to because he wants to tell uh, MJ that he likes her. And that's basically the synopsis of the film. Pretty good job, if I don't say so myself. That was that was pretty good. That was yeah. pretty solid. So, so uh, spoiler spoiler review. Spoilers. So, uh, first, let's talk about the positive. What what do we like about this movie, Jake? Pretty much everything. Yeah, I I think it was it was really fun. <laughs> just it was like thinking it was about, hilarious. Like, most of the parts in the movie just like make me just like. I just want to die laughing. Um, oh, there's this the couple sitting me. next to us that were dying. What, and like just everything? Yeah. Really? Did you hear them? They were cracking up so hard I at thought, everything. I thought we were the people who were like laughing really hard. Like I remember, so that scene where Peter knocks out Flash when like Flash is just being a jerk <laughs> and he like steals the sunglasses. And Peter just kind of like slaps him. But because he's Spider-Man, he knocks Flash out. And Flash just kind of like, just goes, it looks like he just like goes to like sleep. He died. <laughs> And I, I thought that was absolutely hysterical. And I was probably laughing about laughing that for about for like two next, minutes. Like, like five to ten minutes. Yeah, and like the next that. scene, like I just start laughing again. Um, so yeah, that's definitely that that's it like the first half of the movie, I'd say maybe the first act and then most a lot of the second act too are just like kind of just like a high school kind of like um road trip comedy not really like that kinda, but like, just kind of like it felt more just like more of the same like as homecoming, homecoming just yeah. more high school shenanigans <laughs> going on not really too much going happening and then yeah then things start ramping up then there's the scene in the bar that just changes everything and then it goes from classic just more like homecoming more high more school homecoming. stuff to like all right this is gonna this is starting to get intense yeah no that was yeah so that's around like the third act yeah. um and uh but yeah like all the characters like in the first like um like you know you have like tom holland he always brings his a game he's a perfect spider-man um and then all the supporting characters are, are really good though they have uh uh, Ned, the guy who plays Ned, is really hilarious. Uh, Zendaya as MJ is mm-hmm. really incredible. Yeah, they're he's, incredible. He's really good. Um, uh, Samuel Jackson is always great. Um, he he wasn't in the movie as much as I kind of thought he was gonna be, but he was in a decent amount. Um, and. Uh, uh, John Favreau is happy. Was was pretty hilarious. Um, oh, he's great. Yeah, he's great. Like like everybody, everybody just kind of like n- nobody phones it in for this movie. No. So I th- I thought that was really cool. Uh, and then oh, and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, he was he was good. Oh, he was incredible, and you can kind of tell like in the before he realized that he's the villain of yeah. the film. You can kind of tell there's like something off. You know, I know. Yeah. And Jake Gyllenhaal does such a great like performance of like, is like, what's going on? Is it his acting? Like, is it the writing? Like, what's going on here? No, what's I wrong know. with Some, this character? And then as soon as he turns, then he just goes off the rails, and you're like, okay, I yeah. I get mm-hmm. it now. And then he's just incredible. So, as far as Marvel villains go, I would say. 
I would say so. If there's like the the A tier of like, um, I haven't, I still haven't seen every Marvel movie, but I mean, you're I, pretty close. You're I think like I've four seen away. like like all the ones that like really like like matter. Like yeah. they have like the notable villains, uh, which which isn't isn't really, or it's saying a lot because Marvel has some pretty bad villains. Um, Quite a lot. What? Quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, so like you know if like like let's say like Thanos, Loki, and uh, Star Lord's dad are on the ego. Ego, yeah, are on and the, the vulture. A-tier. And vulture, yeah, mm-hmm. around like the A tier. Then I would say like, I and then like all the all the game all the villains that look like they're like video game bosses and have zero personality, have no personality. Like Jake, like name one character trait from. Uh, what, what was Thor's sister's name? Hella. Yeah. Just name one personality trait that she has. She's, evil. She's bad. Very evil. Um, I would put her on like bottom of the B tier. Like she's not horrible. I mean, I, like I think that Ronan. You know. Oh god, Ronan was bad too. But she has she has more personality than Ronan. Yeah, I guess for sure. Like Ronan, I would put on like C tier. Like, yeah. Not very great. Well, anyway, um, I would say that uh, that Mysterio is is like between those. He's not quite A tier, but he's not C tier either. He's 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 solid. He'd probably be like very top of the list of the B tier. Yeah, like almost A tier. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably. That's where that's probably what I'd put him at. Yeah, I, I thought he was. I thought he was good. Uh, he, he wasn't amazing, but I mean, he did kind of. He kind of had like that syndrome thing going on, like from the Incredibles. Yeah, like that was my biggest, absolute my biggest flaw with the film would probably probably be that exposition dump in the bar where he was just doing the toast and like we were just getting all his backstory right there. Oh, I know. Yeah, that was. I think there could have been better writing. For that. I well, I think they there was no other way that they could actually like do that and pull it off better than they did it reminded me of the end of uh i know you saw the movie glass yeah like and they're in the they're in the bar and you just get like a 10 minute exposition dump of like their master plan and it's like oh this is so bad and that was not that was not a great movie no it just reminded me of that and just i think there's We'll see. A yeah. Way. For s- such an intuitive, creative movie like Spider-Man: Homecoming, I I, I just expect better, you know, than to kind of like, kind of do exposition dumps like that. Well, yeah. I just I don't know how they could have done it better. Like I think that's probably the best they could have done. They could have done way worse. But I don't know if they could have done it any better. So it's kind of just like stuck. Yeah. Like, I mean, for what we got, uh, I don't like uh, this, but. I couldn't see how you could have done it any better than you did, so I'll take it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not horrible. It's not great. It's a rock and a hard place. Um, but that was really my only flaw. Well, since we're on the negatives, I actually have one. Um, and I feel like... So I mentioned how like the first like two acts of the movie were really good, right? Mm-hmm. And... Um, the third act was I enjoyed it wasn't great I thought it was good but it just kind of turned into your like run of the mill like Marvel like superhero 
battle against like the the villain and something that i like so much about um you know like uh thor ragnarok guardians of the galaxy volume 2 um infinity war uh most other movies from phase 3 is they kind of have like you know they take that kind of like classic trope and they have like a twist on it you know like in infinity war it's like Thanos actually wins, so it's it's not like you know just like uh, just what you expect. And then you know, in, in Ragnarok, like Thor just kind of goes like berserk, and like uh, the immigrant song by Led Zeppelin is like blasting, and he's just like wrecking house. Um, and it, I just kind of like I don't know. I, I kind of was underwhelmed with like the the kind of like final battle. It just wasn't really. Uh, I, I think they could have done better. And I kind of, like, expected better. Um, especially if they're going to reuse, like, kind of, like, the villain's motivation from The Incredibles. Kind of, like, you know, he wants to be seen as, like, the best superhero, but he's, like, doing it by, like, nefarious means. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but, yeah, I just kind of thought that was weird. Um, some of the pacing in the movie was a little strange for me. Like, they just kind of, like, jumped between locations. And, like, oh, he, now they're, now they're, like, the thing where they went, like, f- from uh, Venice to Prague, I got, because, like, Nick Fury, like, pulled some strings. And then they, like, ended up, like, somewhere else. And then they, like, went to... They went from Prague to London. To Yeah, that... that that's kinda... because uh, Mysterio made their flight from London, flight home from London. So they had to go there. That's right. I, I kind of, I don't know, they they just, like, ha- that just kind of had, like, some weird pacing to me. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it was just me. Um, let's see. Any other issues, complaints? Um, I mean, I personally enjoyed the final battle because it really, <laughs> like, showcased it like leaned more heavily on Peter's intuition and um, knowledge rather than his sheer strength. I mean, yeah, no, I thought it was cool. It's they like, like took his webs away, which is like the first time they've really ever done that, where he runs out of webs. I thought that was weird. Like, I've always, well, it's always been like a huge thing in like the cartoons and comics, like he'd run out of web fluid in his web shooters and he'd have to figure out a way to win without them. Now, what's weird to me, so I didn't grow up with, like, the Spider-Man comics. I grew up with the Sam Raimi films. And I just kind of thought it made sense to me. Maybe, like, this is weird and, you know, people are going to disagree with me. But I just thought it made sense to me that he shoots the webs, like, out of his hands. I mean, like, no, it's obviously gross or out of, like, his wrist or whatever. But, like, he's Spider-Man, you know? Like, I would think if he, like, has, like... If he can do, like, all the stuff that a spider can, you know, I feel like that's one of the things that he can do. And then when I saw the Amazing Spider-Man, I was just like, wait, why is he not, why does he have the web shooters? That's just weird to me. Okay, think of it like this. It'd be kind of like if, like, okay, it'd be like if Superman, like, you know, could do, like, everything except, like, he was like super strong. He had the heat vision, um, just like super like exceptional, powerful individual. Except 
he couldn't fly naturally, so he just wore a jetpack. And he could fly, but he like flew. He'd fly around like from like using a jetpack and not like natural. It just seems like something he should be able to do. Do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I know you grew up with the with the, the it's comics, just, so like it's all I've weird ever too. really known is he has web shooters, and that's because Stan Lee really wanted to have a way to like showcase how like much of a genius Peter really was so he developed had him develop web shooters okay and also he didn't want him to be overpowered so he wanted a way to like have like him be in a bit of a crisis in the middle of a battle and him running out of webs makes you have to write more fun creative battles i guess i don't know that's true but i mean they can't use that like every uh you know every like i don't know just like when you're watching like kind of like a detective procedural drama or whatever like law and order and like you know like the the crook like kicks the gun out of the police officer's hand it's like oh my god this happens like every single time well yeah they didn't do it all the time and like I said, I was excited to see this because it was the first time it's ever happened, really, in the films. Yeah. There was one point in one of the Amazing Spider-Man films where he ran out in the middle of... Oh, and it wasn't even, so, like, a big deal. He, like, ran out of webs when he was swinging, and then, like, a crane caught him, and that was it. So I was pretty stoked to see he actually had to have the entire battle without his webs. Yeah, that was pretty cool, and like... He made the like that shield and the um, that like little bomb thing, and he had to like just be creative and like build something really fast, which really showcased his like knowledge, which was cool. No, I, I did really think that was cool. That's that's a good point. Him like be scientific in the middle of a battle before. And actually have to do something critically like that. All I'm, I mean, it may sound like I'm like hating on the final battle, and I'm definitely not. I'm just saying, like, no, no, like, no, no. you're 100 percent wrong. Not, okay, no, just listen, get out of here. If, you're wrong. If they in the next one of these movies, <laughs> if they have like Peter run out of webs again, you know, it, it's gonna be like, oh my gosh. No, like, I don't think they probably will. But like, okay, first of all, Peter is not overpowered. I mean, his webs are like pretty useful. But it's not like it helps – it makes him win like every single battle. No. Um, and, and secondly, Peter – I mean even without the webs, Peter doesn't have a weakness. I mean, on the contrary, he took quite the quite the fierce pounding. <laughs> dude, he was on fire for a while. Dude, he was Did like, you see that? He was like falling off of what – like I'd actually <laughs> – I actually like, like felt for Tom Holland. Like he'd like fall off of like a building and land on a car and just like kind of get up and like uh, he, be holding his side. kind of like beat up pretty badly I in know. this one. He, he, t- he took quite a, a, a mighty wallop. Yeah. A, a mighty walloping. Yeah. I also really loved how he had to use his spider sense to win as well no exactly yeah which was pretty cool which also people like they didn't touch on him having spider sense at all in homecoming or in his like little civil war cameo they had it in civil war no they didn't really like showcase it though like yeah yeah he they, caught the thing that tony threw at him no like when uh i i thought that was really good storytelling because remember in civil war um the falcon is like 
is something is like gliding at him and like Peter's facing the camera and like Peter like looks at the camera not at the camera but he's like kind of facing forward and he's like oh no and he just like ducks and then like right then like the glider like flies over his head remember he's like oh geez oh yeah well it still took him away because he like well, shot like, a web and coming, yeah no he did people for some reason a lot like I wasn't one of these people but like they were complaining that like oh he's not they're just ignoring that he has spider sins at all like this is stupid because like even in like homecoming like they didn't like even really acknowledge it but then in a infinity war they finally showcased it where he was on the bus and then all of his hairs on his arm stood up and then he looked and saw the giant ring thingy yeah that's that's marvel saying okay if you guys didn't get it it's a little <laughs> like, war he has it, is, it he definitely has it look guys and then now he actually had to use it like pretty extensively to win yeah no <laughs> so, that, i did i actually, did like that like, part. completely rely on his spider sense to win no i, I thought that i thought that was cool i i really I, i'm yeah i really did like that part when um you just kind of had to like feel kind of where the drones were and yeah. like break the drones and you like couldn't see anything you just kind of had to like guesstimate mm-hmm. um but uh Oh, and I was going to say, another thing I didn't like uh, was that uh, that mid credit scene. Not because it was bad, but because I feel like, I don't know. Like, I know, I'm not, like, a Marvel fan by any means. Like, I like some of the movies, and I love a couple of them. Um, but, like, I, I know there's, like, a huge deal with, like, the mid credit and the post credit scenes. And it's like, why, like, why have that? Like, I mean... It's a little teaser for what comes next. No, I know. But, like, let's say somebody, like, didn't want to sit through the credits. They'd be missing an extremely important part of exposition. Like, that Peter... Well, Peter's identity was revealed, and now everybody thinks he's, like, a terrorist. Yeah, except at this point, after a decade, everybody knows to wait. Okay, see, that's what I was thinking, too, but then I thought something that I think I really can commend uh, Marvel for is all the Phase 3 movies, um, all the ones from Phase 3, I would say, uh, plus Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. I feel like those are accessible to like any audience and not just like your mainstream art Marvel audience or not just your like comic book fan audience. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you like I could like, you know, have my grandma sit down with, you know, like Thor Ragnarok or either of the Guardians of the Galaxies or Spider-Man Homecoming and she'd enjoy it sure. probably just as much as I would because you know they're kind of like they're for a wider a wider audience you know they're more they're easier to be enjoyed yeah exactly they're not too like uh, and those people who are going the, to just go and see that's, that's for what the I'm wider saying. audience aren't worried about seeing the teaser for what comes next they don't care yeah, because they're I mean, probably so, not going to see the next one anyway. Well, I mean, I still think that's like an important thing. I'm just saying. All I'm saying is, if I ever make a movie, which I probably won't, and you probably will, so keep this in, keep this in mind. Don't put your important expedi- exposition or anything from like what comes for the next movie. Don't put it five minutes after all the credits have gone by. You know, something. Uh, Deadpool two also made that mistake. They like. You know when he like goes back in time, so like he to save his wife. They did that like in the post credits, and I don't really think that was a wise choice. 
story-wise to put that scene after. Mm. Um, same thing with this. Um, and then, uh, and I don't know. I, I feel like those post-credit scenes are like a, a little, a little baity. That's not the right word. A little, it's it's bait. What do you mean? Well, they made me sit through like ten minutes of credits. So and now we know that like the what are what are they called? A scroll? Yeah. Like the scroll is Nick Fury the whole time. I don't want to know that. I wish I hadn't have seen that because now I feel like I can. <laughs> now next time I see the movie, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like, oh, that's not Nick Fury. But no, it's cool though because now you can look back and like see like how he's acting differently as well like when uh they're in the underground part and um peter first meets mysterio and he's talking about like who else they can get because he doesn't want to deal with it and he says captain marvel and uh nick fury says don't invoke her name it's because it's the scroll and he has like respect and fear for her so he's like don't like no huh, okay that's interesting. so it's like because nick fury is like friends with her so he wouldn't like say something like he'd be like i mean i don't know like mm-hmm. so it's just like it's interesting to go back and see how they would like act differently because it's a different character that you're actually seeing i just kind of think that was re- like it doesn't really take away from my enjoyment of the movie this watch but I just kind of thought that was weird. It's like, oh, you know, like, oh, cool. Nick Fury hasn't been in that Marvel movie for years. He's finally, like, in one. And then it's like, oh, it wasn't Nick Fury. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it's it's not a huge deal. Just something I thought I'd bring up. Uh, and I know it, it sounds like I'm, I'm like... Um, I think you're just a like mid-credit hater. No, I, I just don't like those scenes. I, I just think that's lame. <laughs> you just don't like sitting through credits, I think, no, is the I, I thing. Um, no, uh, the movie, like, I don't know, just to kind of like sum it up the movie was hilarious uh amazingly acted uh super great to look at all the effects were fantastic yeah the uh, like, cgi all the was incredible stuff like all the like his like illusions and uh, that was that, that was big really sequence of him messing with peter with the illusions was that probably my me, favorite scene in the film that was fantastic um that is a scene that i would show like you know, if like you're doing like a film class, but like for like special effects or something like that, yeah. I would show that scene. That um, that, that was me, like straight out of like like something like, like Scarecrow from like Batman would do. Yeah, well, it was like I can like clearly see that coming straight out of like a scene in one of the cartoons, like that. Which cartoon? Any of the Spider-Man cartoons. I, I never saw those, but oh, well, okay. you're missing out because sure they're I... incredible. Also, I sent you a couple clips over Instagram from one of the Spider-Man cartoons that they did like two storylines that were like straight from this, which I think probably had some inspiration. Oh, okay. It was a scene of Spidey against Mysterio, and he had to rely on a spider sense to win. And then they were doing the public enemy number one thing where Peter's identity as Spider-Man got released. So. Okay. I'm pretty excited for what comes next. I am too. I I just try not to get too excited because then I'm just going to be sad because it's not coming out. What's what's our next Marvel movie, by the way? Um, Next Marvel movie... Wait, what? Where are you? What are you? Are are the you one after this. What Marvel movie are we getting? 
Oh, I have no idea. <clears throat> really? They haven't announced anything. <clears throat> Their panel, I think they're doing a Comic-Con panel. Hmm. Yeah, no, they're doing a Comic-Con panel, and I it's think that's when like they're going to release their next slate. Well, they are doing a black... That's. I don't think it's going to be next, but okay. it's probably going to be within the next few years. Um, I don't know. They're, I think they're going to announce their whole Phase 4 slate. Isn't that Black Widow maybe going to be rated R? I don't know. No, I, I thought I heard that somewhere. Maybe. I don't know. I, Actually, I think that might be next because they're filming that right now. Okay. That might be what comes next. Hmm. And that takes place in between Civil War and Infinity War, I think. Really? Or I heard that too, but I think that was just like an idea. So it's going to have Captain know. America in it? I don't know. I mean, how how, how many... That was just like a couple I just months saw, between that? I just saw like a... A set photo. I think Jeremy Renner was in it as Hawkeye. I don't know when it takes place. Uh, Something. It. I think it's. It, it should be good. I don't know what's happening with it though. But uh, that might be next. So what's what's our rating for the movie? I gave it initially a four and a half out of five, but okay. maybe a four out of five. Okay. So kind of back and forth. Okay. So that's uh you know eight eight and a half nine. Yeah. I uh, I'm probably gonna give it um, six Nick Fury eye patches out of ten. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no. I thought this was a great movie. I would say this is a great movie. So I would give it. Um, I would honestly uh, probably I'd probably yeah I'm gonna say eight awkward Peter and MJ k- uh, kisses out of ten. <laughs> That reminds me of one of the scenes in the bar when uh, Mysterio was like, I give you a 50-50 chance. You're pretty awkward. What's funny is like that, like everything Nick Fury, or not Nick Fury, Mysterio was saying in that scene was just kind of like to manipulate Peter to just, I don't know if he was trying to get him to give him the glasses or just trying to like get him to let his guard down. And then like that, you could just tell, like he was just kind of saying that because he just felt Peter was awkward. He's like, you know, aside from all this manipulative stuff, I feel like you have like a... 50 50 chance i think he honestly like actually liked and cared for peter yeah i think it's just yeah once peter started like getting in his way more he's like Mm-mm. he's like i can't have this you gotta die yeah he's, he's like a less evil version of syndrome yeah i would say so um yeah good good villain Good. You know, something I, I like about these, like, as I watch more Marvel movies, and I kind of have seen them, like, from, like, more or less from start to, like, beginning, is, like, or no, from start to where they are now. Mm-hmm. Um, as they go on, like, phase one and phase two I are just Marvel movies I just do not like, I do not care for. And then, like, when they you get to really phase three. They really started nailing it in like, phase three. The, you just, like, the amount of stupid crap that you see just gets, like, less and less. Like, it's actually pretty cool to see. They, like, it's, really figured out how to make just phenomenal films. I would say, yeah. No, I would say, what was after Age of Ultron? Ant-Man. What about after that? I don't know. I don't remember. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to remember. Whatever I... Uh, what changed my mind about the Marvel movies? We, I mean, you were... Oh, Infinity War. The, the yeah. next Avengers movie. 
Yeah, I saw that, and I'm like, oh, okay. Like, you know, well, I made you good. watch Civil War first, and then Civil you War. Yeah, that, that that was. Then I'm like, oh no, that, I first showed you it was Homecoming. No, right? okay, but when I saw Homecoming, I'm just like, okay, this is a really good Spider-Man movie. I didn't okay. say that didn't make me think, oh, the MCU is great now. Oh yeah, it was. But then, it was then Civil when I saw War. Civil War, I'm like, okay, this movie is really good. And then I saw Infinity War, and I'm like, that wasn't an accident. <laughs> That was not an accident. And then you saw Endgame and you were like, okay, okay. So so do we like Homecoming more? I can't. I don't know. I have to rewatch it. I haven't seen it since I watched it with you last really? night. Yeah, I so. thought that was um, a fantastic movie. I'm still undecided of which I like more because they're both very different from each other but also pretty similar. So I don't know. I'm going to have to rewatch Homecoming. Homecoming is just like a more like uh, unique and kind of like easy okay so like films that like are rewatchable you know I, I feel like homecoming is like a film you can just kind of like when you don't really have anything else to watch just like yeah there's a lot of rewatch value home, yeah turn homecoming on you'll get some laughs and just an enjoyable movie mm-hmm. um, yeah but uh yeah I, I think i think that's it uh, is that all she wrote <laughs> <laughs> i think that might be all she wrote um yeah oh i love the scene in um when peter met up with happy on jet and there was that little homage to the original iron man when happy was watching peter build his suit and he turned on acdc yeah and then peter's like oh i love led zeppelin that hit me right in the heart yeah that was because that was a song that would always be playing in the original iron man yeah, yeah. Uh, Tony Stark or Robert Downey Jr. or whoever really loved ACDC. Yeah. Also, I really love Happy and Peter's like relationship. Yeah, that, de- that how cool. it's developed over all these films. Like, I remember in Homecoming, Happy just hated Peter and like ignored yeah. all of his calls and texts, and now he's like kind of a a mentor. It's kind of like, like you know. Of- Tony being gone kind of like leaves that space, and I love how like Tony's like still kind of like a, a, a pompous like a pompous douche. <laughs> even dead, I'm the hero. Even, yeah, I know. I thought that was like <laughs> that was so good. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and he he named uh, Jake Jake Gyllenhaal's uh, he named Mysterio's like thing like fart or something. Barf. Yeah, Barf. that was. <laughs> oh. That was a cool callback to Civil War, though. Well, which which thing? The to barf. Oh yeah, and yeah. They flash back to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's all she wrote. Um, oh, I almost forgot our uh, our paid sponsor, um, Starbucks. Oh, Starbucks. No, I, I'm. Yeah, they're not, they're not paying us. They're paying well, you they're though, because you work there. They're paying me because I work there. <laughs> that's that's why I'm getting paid. I'm not getting um, paid though. I'm getting paid in get, free coffee every time we record though. Uh, well, just be on your best behavior okay. and don't wear shirts that make me laugh during <laughs> recording. Um, Sorry. Yeah. So Starbucks is really good. Um, they have this drink that I strongly uh, recommend. Uh, and it's a uh, matcha green tea latte with 10 pumps of raspberry syrup. Uh, you had me at the matcha green tea latte because that's good. But then uh, but I, well, the rest of that just I strongly awful. recommend that you um, that you get one and you toss it in the trash because it's uh, 
it's an awful it's an awful beverage and I I just think that more people should see how gross this drink really is. That, Make a scene of it. Record it on Instagram. That sounds yeah, it sounds awful. The matcha green tea lattes on its own are great. But the ten, ten pumps? Ten pumps of raspberry syrup. That no, sounds some, awful. Some uh, YouTube influencer said, like, it's the best drink you've ever had. And now he has, like, a bunch of his, like, followers getting this drink. And um, I tried it, and it was not – no, it, it just t- – it tasted – it tasted like – have you ever had a cotton candy frappuccino, which is a vanilla bean with ten pumps of raspberry syrup? No, I there's don't like plan 10, to. There's, like, four or five. It's pretty good. I got it when I was a kid. It tastes like one of those, but somebody, like – put like some like dirt in it oh yeah gross dude but these youtube people like seriously like you could say like anything to them uh like like they could say like anything like they could give you any drink from starbucks that you wanted and people would still get it like they could say like (laughs) like you could like say you know i just get um two shots of espresso and then i have the barista just fart in my cup <laughs> and they can be like, I know it sounds gross, but it's really good. But it's phenomenal. It's so good. Can we talk about this cut, this tie dye frappuccino that just came out though? Have, have you had it? No, but it looks awful. It it is awful. Um, it, but but actually with coconut milk though, it's really good. Ugh, yeah, it just um, looks like it tastes diabetes like it cup. tastes like bananas and like there's something else. It tastes like somebody might have like imagined like a banana frappuccino. And that, but before, like, and it was supposed to be just banana flavored, but before something. They just dumped a, accidentally dumped a bunch of food coloring in it. No, yeah. It, like, the, um, well, the taste wise, but like before it's supposed to be handed off, like somebody put something that tastes like it might have been like, have like poison in it. Oh. That tastes like a poison banana frappuccino. It's awful. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's an acquired taste. Jeez. Well, I just drink black coffee, and that's an acquired taste, so I can understand it, I guess. Well, yeah, that's it. That's everything. Unless you got any questions. Uh, well, you didn't get any questions. Oh, I, I didn't get any questions. Time. Did you get any questions? Uh, let me see. I think I got one. Jake, I don't, I don't know how you get all the questions, and then, or you don't get any questions. Well, I posted you... something on the Instagram. Like, oh, but I um, went to check on the <laughs> check on them and the story was gone. So I must I think I just waited too long to look. Okay. I probably didn't get any anyway. Oh, uh, Thomas Shorten. Uh, he is asking, uh, give him a Tarantino movie to watch. Okay. He's well, only seen Pulp Fiction. You were like recommend him. Oh, recommend him a Tarantino yeah. film? And he's only seen Pulp he's Fiction. He's only seen Pulp Fiction. Hateful Eight. It's my favorite. Yeah, that one's. I think he'd like that one. Or yeah, that's, Django is really, literally, watch any of them. Yeah, watch the, them all. Except for Death Proof. That one's stupid. You haven't have you seen that one? That's not in his, like, um, nine film thing, though, right? Then no, he it just is. Write that? Yeah, he, he considers Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2 one, one, film. one film. Yeah. Um, no, Death Proof is, is boring. And I, I haven't seen that or. Um, Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown's really good. It's like Pulp Fiction, but like with more black people on it. Those two I haven't seen. Um, yeah, Jackie Brown's good. Uh, so yeah, Thomas, I, I'd actually recommend Jackie Brown. 
Yeah, go so go watch, see Jackie Brown. Watch Jackie Brown. You too, Jake. Uh, I will. Okay. Uh, also, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is coming out. That's yep. right up his alley. Yeah, that's true. That's coming out, um, which is a perfect segue to talk about what's coming up on our schedule next. Okay. Um, so what next we week, next? next week we are doing Midsummer. Midsummer, yes. Um, we were going to do Lion King, but we decided not to. <coughs> we decided not to because we are we don't hate ourselves. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do Midsummer, which is an A24 film, which gets me all sorts excited because I'm probably the biggest A24 fanboy in the world. That's true. Um, so, yeah, super excited Somebody for that. Somebody can literally film like some guy like uh, like walking around covered by a sheet and we'll just walking around a house and then also film some lady eating pie for five minutes and Jake could watch it. Oh wait, that actually happened. It and turned I out to did. be really good. And it's one of my all time favorite films, a so, ghost story. Yeah. Go watch it. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. <laughs> it's it, a beautiful it's movie. Funny, funny okay? the way they do that. <laughs> Go see it. Um, yeah. So next week we're doing Midsummer, And then after that, we're doing Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So get psyched because the next two weeks are going to be. And then after very Midsummer fun. and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, um, it's going to be. Uh, we're going to do a bit of a. What would you call it? We're, me and Jake are going to choose a movie every Yeah. We're gonna, there's not going to be anything interesting in theaters until... August is a light month, so we're going to be doing a couple throwback reviews, maybe a couple ranking episodes. No, in August. no who knows? We'll, we'll keep you posted, and then we got that whole month open. So give us some suggestions at, a, at our email and Instagram, and uh, we'll watch those, review them, whatever, because, uh, yeah... After Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, we're open until It Chapter 2 comes out. That's so, October? September. End of September. I think it's Wait, middle and then, September. And then Joker's like, what? That's in October. October. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so August and like most of September is going to be a bit of a dry spell. So please, um, please, please moisten, moisten our... Okay, stop that. That's... Oh, I Moist hate that word. Oh, I hate that word, dude. Moist. I want you to make our movie arsenal moist. God. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Rub uh, your juice. No, stop. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, you can find us at anywhere podcasts can be found on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, you can ask us questions or get in contact with us at themiscastreview at gmail.com or on Instagram at themiscastreview. I've been your host, Jake, and, you know, Donovan, and my co-host, Donovan. is here. Yes. Uh, we'll see you next week for Midsummer. Uh, thanks. <laughs>